The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good evening, Rick. Would you believe it's, it's Dr. Doom? What's on your evil mind? Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. How about this rumor that you are really hired, Mr. Stark? Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. Okay, let's pretend there was a sound effect there because for some strange reason that's not working. So perfect. Um, I am your host, <coughs> Ryder Cat, and um, oh well, that might work, wouldn't it? Anywho, I am your host for tonight, Roddy Cat, and yes, I know we've already done an episode for the for last week specifically, but um, we had a super dope guest in Brian Edward Hill, so you should definitely go check that out. And um, that would, <laughs> shout out to Mike Wang, even though I don't know if he's seeing this or not, but. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Oh. Okay. Um, I just found some news for next week. Anyway, and that's probably, but we will save that. Speaking of uh, Brian Edward Hill, the, apparently there's some news that just um, came across the wire that um, that will be going on this week. But anyway, in the meantime, I am your host, Radicat. You can find me at Radicat on Twitter. You can find me at, um, uh, well, I guess you can find me on Radicat on Instagram. Uh, News News Need on Twitter. You can go to um, the News News Need Reddit on, uh, uh, it's, it's not toxic, I promise. It's cool. My other host couldn't be here tonight, but that's fine because all I'm doing tonight is the news. And we'll also be, be talking about uh, DC Universe. So, uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and get the rest of the spiel out of the way and say that you can find this podcast at cspn.us. Uh, that's the Coastal Podcast Network. Go check it out. Go check this show out and other shows on the network, which just reminded me of a, an email I forgot to send out, but that's quite all right. You can also subscribe to us on Google Play and um, Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, and also go to the SoundCloud of the Coastal Little Podcast Network and go check it out there. And actually, you can subscribe to this old SoundCloud link there. Um, also, you can also go to shop.cspn.us, get some get some merch, and uh, support the network and support us. Get some nice stuff with with the Combo Chronicles logo emblazoned on it, and rep. All right. So with that, like I said, we are going to get to the news. But actually, first, I'm going to do this because. And get to an ad read, first of all. And the first one I'm going to do is Audible. So tonight's podcast is, bring, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash chronicles. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, for you, the listeners of the Combo Chronicles, podcast uh audible is offering a free audiobook download for 33 trial like we said to give you the opportunity to check out their service um 
you can find many books there. You know, it's like uh, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl by Issy Ray. Uh, Hunger, a Memoir of My Body by Roxane Gay. It by Stephen King. Star Wars from a Certain Point of View. 40 short stories to retelling Star Wars A New Hope, which that one, uh, from what I've read a little bit of, is pretty good. So yeah, that one's a good one to check out. And actually, I might, even though I have the actual book, I may actually get the audio of that. So good trailer. Anyway, to download your audiobook, go to audibletrial slash uh, combo chronicles. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash combo chronicles for your free audiobook. Now then, let's us get into some news. Well, that was totally not the right one. And that might be kind of loud, but that's, that's quite all right. So, first up, we start as we do every night with the cinematic news. Um, and that is Swamp Thing adds a Falcone as Abby Arcane. So, the Swamp Thing show is coming up on DC Universe streaming service. Um, and according to Deadline, the, the role will be played, or the role of Abby Arcane will be played by Krista Reed. So apparently, okay, so she played Sophia Falcone, the daughter of Cowermine on Gotham. And she's also been on Team Wolf. So she's no stranger to the DC Universe, apparently. Um, or at least the cinematic version. So, let's see, Deadline de- describes this version of Abby as smart and caring, adding that she is the CDC doctor who is tasked by getting, w- with getting to the bottom of swamp-born virus. Uh, she has a strong sense of empathy, and this will put her in place to, uh, to face some demons of her past. And, of course, she will cross paths with Swamp Thing. So, cool. And also, in other Swamp Thing news... <clears throat> Uh, Maria Stinn to co-star as Liz Tremaine in DC Universe series. So Maria Stinn of Channel Zero Straight Outta Compton is uh, is going to join the aforementioned Crystal Reed in Swamp Thing. And let's see, I don't know, you know, I, I admit uh, there's a certain ignorance about um, Swamp Thing and a lot of DC characters at that, but so I don't know who half of these people are outside of the uh, all I remember is the movie from back in the day, which I'm sure will play into nothing. Uh, anyway, Stan will play Liz Tremaine, a close childhood friend of Abby Arcane's who splits her time between reporting for the local newspaper and bartending at her aging father's roundhouse bar. Her no nonsense attitude belies a deep uh, compassion for her friends and family as she sets out in her uncompromising quest to expose the secrets that threaten her beloved hometown. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of mystery going on in here. So, I don't know. I will check that out. And actually, I think this might be the last bit of uh, Swamp Thing news we have for tonight. But Swamp Thing writer says, series is as hard R as we could get, quote unquote. Which I guess makes sense because, I mean, it's not like you're doing it on a network. You know, this is going to be on a streaming service and, you know, thereby gated already. But uh, according to this, uh, we always set out to make Swamp Thing as hard as we can go and as we could and go graphic with the violence with the adult themes and make it scary as possible. Uh, this is the the co-writer of the pilot, looks like. Oh, it looks like this guy uh, also wrote The Nun, which, you know, if you haven't heard about that movie already, 
Yeah. Oh, and both installments of Stephen King's E. So I guess this guy knows him some scary. I suppose. So yeah, there you go. For fans of that, uh, for that kind of genre. Oh wait, here we go. Uh, fans of that series will know it gets pretty weird and extremely scary. Uh, continue. We wanted to live up to that standard that Moore set up back in the 80s. So sounds like they're taking inspiration from Alan Moore's uh, run of Swamp Thing. So there you go. And in fact, it actually says so. So cool. Um, Ray Fisher explains why WB hasn't made a cyborg movie yet. So in uh, so yeah, I guess they were talking to uh, Ray Fisher about something. Oh, he was speaking at a fan fest in New Jersey, or like over last week. And by the way, the news I'm doing is from the, the news we didn't get to last week. If I did not make that clear, because like I said, we, you know, we had an awesome um, show with uh, Brian Edward Hill. I did say that earlier, but I wanted to. You should definitely go back and check that out. So we can get to the news then. We're doing it now. I don't know. I can't comment on that specifically because they don't tell me anything until the last, very last minute. There's a ton of uh, people making those decisions behind the scenes, and it would be very, very costly to make a mo- to make a movie to make because it's so CG heavy. So he has basically he has his own explanation as to why they are not making a cyborg movie. Uh, you know, I. Hollywood is no stranger to CGI heavy effects. I mean, effects related movies. So while that might be an issue, hell, do you think about how much um, effects Justice League and Batman versus Superman had? Like, they're no stranger to it. So I'm pretty sure, you know, that's not that's not a that's not the biggest issue as to them not making that movie. You can speculate on why other reasons why they wouldn't, you know, maybe they think Cyborg is not a character enough to do it, but I think it's been argued that, especially given his, um, how his, um, the flashbacks to his origin kind of came about in the Justice League, I don't know, some folks would say otherwise. So hopefully they will actually get those movies done. Uh, or get that movie done, because I know people have been wanting a... Well, the Flash movie is actually going to happen, but a Flash and a Cyborg movie. I wouldn't mind it. That's all I can say. Uh, and also, speaking of um, the Super Friends... Uh, not Super Friends. Uh, Justice League. Henry Cavill possibly out uh, amid Warner Brothers DC Universe shakeup. So, yeah, there's a report... That's there's been reports going around that Henry Cavill might not be Superman for too much longer because of um, some behind the scenes things. According to this article from um, Hollywood Reporter, talks broke down for a cameo cameo and Shazam due to scheduling conflicts, and the door is now closing on other potential per- appearances for the actor. Uh, again, like I said, this has kind of been making around the last couple of days, and with that, a few other things have been kind of. Um, floated around. Uh, Henry Cavill's manager also says that he insists that the cape is still in the closet, quote-unquote, which is a very managerial thing to say, you know, in that business. Not leaving the door open, not leaving the door closed, but just kind of hedging. Which I guess if you take the deep speculation could be like, well, you know, he just wants more money, which I don't think that's the, that's the case. I don't really know, but like I said, the thing... 
with the Shazam scheduling causes this big a thing to where it won't where I don't know. I find it kind of difficult that it's like, well, couldn't make it for Shazam. So, okay, he's not going to do it anymore. You know, depending on maybe he's tired of doing Superman. Who, who knows that if that's the case or not. If that was the case, I would like to think it would be more than just, well, you couldn't get him for a shoot Shazam, so, you know, so I don't know. There could be more to it. But anyway, so his manager says in a tweet, uh, be peaceful. The cape is still in his closet, whatever the heck that means. WP Pictures has been and continues to be our partners as they evolve the DC universe. Anticipate a WB statement later on today, which I'm not sure if that actually happened or either if it did i did not um if it did i did not see news on it. let's put it that way we do know he's doing other things so Henry cavill's going to be all right uh henry cavill posts cryptic spider-man uh, excuse me not spider-man that would be that would be crazy superman themed video so this was like a day later if i'm not mistaken um and this is his supposedly his response to the rumors and the reports going around. And I did not watch the video, but uh, judging by if you're watching the video, which you should, especially for this episode, because, man, uh, well, not even because we're going to get into some stuff later with DC, the DC Universe anyway. So, so as you can see here, if you're watching the video, this is him, I guess, in his house or whatever. He's got a Krypton lifting team shirt which is kind of a dope shirt actually shirt and i'm not going to play the video and this is off of his instagram and the caption underneath says today was exciting hashtag superman so i'm not sure what was uh in that video just yet because i hadn't had a chance to actually watch it so that's good reporting on my part yay me <laughs> um but yeah it's it's an it's an ongoing thing uh, you should check it out. If you got uh, Cavill's uh, Instagram, you can go check it out. I'm sure it's still there. Because I don't want to play. I should play right now, but I'm not gonna. Nobody can stop me. But, speaking of uh, said uh, hum- Superman rumors, of course, when the rumors of a person stepping down, there's always rumors of a person stepping into the role. And that's where the internet comes in because... Michael B. Jordan considered as next Superman on a report. Now, this was as soon as the thing about Cavill came out, people on the Internet was like, you know, there were people who don't want, you know, Michael B. Jordan for whatever reason, which I can see part of the reason. And I can also see un- the, the opposite of that, because there has been a black Superman, um, Balzard, you know, in the DC universe. So, so they could do that. Doesn't necessarily have to be Michael B. Jordan. Uh, if they were going to do that, but outside of that, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind it if he did it. But, you know, there are people for and against this idea for different reasons. You know, some of it's racial, obviously, like it always is. But anyway, um, according to Deadline, the studio is reportedly mulling a completely different direction for the Superman canon for some time with Jordan possible casting choice. See, that's the thing. That was the thing about it. It's like, okay, the thing I had a problem with is like, yeah, Black Superman, great, all for it. Absolutely. Um, but there are more people in Hollywood outside of Michael B. Jordan. He's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. But come on. Like, yeah, he's popular now for, for his role in Black Panther and other things he's in Creed and whatnot. But you mean to tell me they can't find someone else to, to do that? 
that, that that never makes sense to me. It's like, hey, let's just get the very per- 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 the most popular person, which I kind of get. Don't get me wrong, because yeah, you want the draw, and the draw is going to be the person that's, that's the most popular. But come on, you can get other people. Surely he is not the only black person, and he's not the only black dude in in, in Hollywood. Shouldn't be. Uh, anyway, and I also see some more news that I need to. Um, did I need to um did I need to do something with so this is a good episode. I'll tell you, you know, I'm finding news left and left and right. And uh we'll get to that later. Well we'll get to that. This coming Thursday, nine PM, by the way, uh when the regular episode of um Um Combo Cosmos happens. But anyway, like I said, that's uh, Michael B. Jordan, Superman rumors. We don't know. I mean, I seriously doubt that that will happen. Again, the end of that being what it is, are coming out on both sides of it, and you know, and for for their various reasons, which is good and most times bad. And also in other casting switch up rumors, John Hamm wants to be the DCEU's next Batman. So, yeah. So the thing with, with Ben Affleck is still kind of up in the air. We know about the rehab. We know that, you know, we don't know whether or not he's going to be in um, the the Batman yet. Because that keeps going back and forth for some odd reason. But like I said, the, the rehab thing is probably going to put a crank into it one way or the other. So, again, we have people... Wanting to, or you know, rumored to be filling the role, could be possibly filling the role. John Hamm, I don't know. I guess, uh, sure. I've never watched Mad Men, and I think I've only seen him in a couple of different things. And I don't know people go stupid crazy over him for for reasons that have probably nothing to do with his acting ability. But nevertheless, um. As people are wanting to do left and right, people are, you know, say, hey, I love comic books. Sure, why not? And, and then I'm sure he probably does. So I don't want to just poo poo it like that. But, you know, sometimes you, there are cases where you get, you know, people who, yeah, I want to get a role in this. And I'm like, but don't really know too much of comic books and that other. But nevertheless, I'm not going to say that that is the case. I mean, it could have been a, a comic book fall. I know. Actually, from what things I heard about it, probably is in some place. Anyway. Uh, the actor addressed both his love of comic books and the continual rumors that have surrounded him since his Mad Men days in an interview with Graham Bessinger's In Depth. Uh, Ham admitted that although he's never held any conversations concerning a Batman role, he'd definitely consider it if the role was good enough. Uh, I've had rumors about this since probably the season one of Mad Men, Ham said, addressing the rumors that uh, he's been up to for, up for the role in the past. Never had a conversation with anybody about it, literally. Uh, and if that's in the room with these guys, and I've never been offered anything, I think the internet wants what it wants. But I mean, a lot of people have to sign off on that. Obviously, it's not just the internet. And I believe I don't know if it says so here. But there was a specific version. He's he. I feel like he said. Um. Yeah. Anyway, there was a. I feel like I've seen another article saying that he there was a specific version of uh, of uh, Batman that he would definitely want to play if he could, or or a a definite a storyline. So and I am 
at this point. Not sure what that one is. But it's fine. So moving right along. Marvel releases first teaser trailer of for Desert Devil Season 3. We knew it was coming. It was just a matter of time. So uh, as you can see here on the uh, Marvel Entertainment, uh, if you're watching the video, then there's a missing picture of Matt Murdock and uh, I guess a little teaser video to go along with it. So it says uh, the promo only lasts eight seconds and features a missing ad for one Matt Murdock that goes uh, undisturbed throughout the night. So with this, it's clear. Well, this is speculation. With this, this is clear that Marvel wants us asking, "Where's Matt Murdock?" And um, so yeah, spoilers for the end of Defenders, which I still haven't seen yet. So hey, go me also for that. So yeah, season three, Dell Devil's coming. Yada yada. Actually, I like the the devil. It was cool. I don't know. I yeah. There was some ups and downs on that second season. Cool beans. Uh, the Gifted's latest trailers want you to pick a side in the coming war, mutant war. As we see a, a, a picture here of the cuckoos. There's some pretty good casting going on with that. Anyway, so yeah, Gifted's coming back this fall. And apparently there's going to be the... Um, the Sentinel Service is now using extreme force against the civilian mutants with reckless abandon. Most the mutant underground and the Hellfire Club understand that they've got no choice but to fight for their lives if they want to survive. So, I haven't been I, I haven't been checking out uh, the gifted. I've heard heard some different things about it. I've heard actually pretty good things about it. So I need to check this out at some point. Uh, but anyway, the gifted comes actually in a couple of weeks. Actually, wait next week. Yeah, next Tuesday comes back uh, at the time of this uh, recording, September 25th. So if you're watching the show, you know, you're looking forward to the new season, you dig it out. Uh, let's see. New Mutant Star addresses reshoots and release delay. So New Mutant Star Anna Taylor-Joy, who's, man, speaking of good casting, um, this is a damn good, uh, at least as far as a look. This is a damn good casting for uh, Iyama, aka Magic. So, uh, and of course, uh, Wolfman was also um, a great one. But anyway, uh, has praised the reshoots for director Josh Boone's X Men spinoff, saying the delay in the film's release will pay off. So, inspired at least in part by the cinema de the, by the Demon Bear run of New Mutants, which I've never read. Sorry. Um, New Mutants is expected to be a full-fledged horror film, which, I don't know, I, mm, yeah, I don't know, that part, I'm not a big horror movie fan, so, I don't know, I, I don't know, it is a thing, um, but nevertheless, uh, the Iyana Rasputin actress promises, I'm having terrible time with, uh, with names, and I know my, I'm better than that, so my apologies, anyway, uh, we'll have to we'll have to improve the mutants. I don't find the delay frustrating because when the film comes out, we want it to be something that will make fans truly happy. She said. So yeah, I mean you know reshoots happen in in the uh, movies. This is not the first time; won't be the last time. You know, just gotta gotta make it do what it do. So nothing to fret about, folks. Until it comes out and does whatever it does. 
Michelle Yeoh joins Hollywood's condemnation of Disney firing James Gunn. So I think this is like the first time we've heard from her in this. Um, you know, I, I, the same thing has been going on. It's like that there's not been more forward movement. It's just that she's just popping on to it. And I don't know, outside of Batista, who I don't care that terribly much about, I do care about Michelle. Yeah. Um, so hey, there you go. That's her, that's her, um, that's her thing. I don't know if she says anything in particular. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Current starting uh, Crazy Rich Agents. The, age, the actress told Yahoo Movies UK, I was shocked, horrified that, that we can follow, that we can allow something like that to happen. Um, she can... Oh, okay. Yeah, well. So she continued about how she struggled to see why such an archaic comments have come to light. Now you're taking, you're talking about something that he said in the archive. She said, uh, if he said yesterday or today or something like this, then you can make a big fuss. Then why dig it up something now? Which, I mean, she has a point, but at the same time, just because somebody hasn't said something recently like that doesn't mean they don't still believe it. You know, he's just been smarter about not saying another. But that's just one. That's one take on it. The other side of that's like, yeah, he could have truly changed, and it means nothing. And you know, the reasons why he got fired was because of some idiot asshole who had an agenda, who you know, some pro Trump Trump agenda, and went and gotten fired. You know, I can safely say that there are very innocent people that I know personally have gotten fired innocently for being. Well, not for, for for stuff they said, but for for the ones being pers- well, for the ones being um, messed with in a situation, and the rabble rousers who were the one who still have to keep the job. The less said about that, the, the better. Or at least on, at some other time and some other place, this is not it. Next up, uh, Cam, Cam for Captain Marvel, Larson's. Carol Devils isn't fully human. So, ever since we've seen the the um, this has been under contention. Oh, not under contention, but this has been under speculation. You know, since since uh, since actually we knew Captain Marvel was going to be a movie because since Marvel hasn't been introduced in the MCU, we weren't really sure about where how, you know what they were going to take from her her um, original origin or not. So apparently um, she's going to be half Cree, which you know what? Hey, sure. Why not? It made sense. Cause I was thinking about this, especially when the, the entertainment uh, weekly thing came out that we talked about last week, week before last, I can't remember when that was, but regardless when that came out and, and um, you know, that was kind of leading me to well, how they're going to handle that part. So there you go. She's already part Cree, so makes sense. Um, and according to this, Miss Larson says that you have this pre Cree, or I don't think she said that. Oh yeah, she did say that. Um, you have this Cree part of her that's unemotional, that is an amazing fighter and competitive. She explained to Entertainment Weekly. So this is basically still a part of that stuff. Uh, and I. Uh, then there's a human part of her that is flawed, but is also the thing that she ends up leading by. Uh, it's the thing that gets her in trouble, but is also the thing that makes her great. And those two sides warring against each other is what makes her. 
So there you go. She's going to be half Kree, uh, half human, all Captain Marvel. Rah, rah. Yay. Look at that. I don't know. I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Uh, speaking of which, the uh, Newsarama has a speculation piece on who they think could be scroll right now in the Marvel Cinem- <gasps> Cinematic Universe. Excuse me. So, you know, when the entertainment thing came out, we saw the picture of the, <coughs> excuse me, of the four scrolls coming out of the water, looking like a boy band. Um, for some strange reason, I started thinking of uh, sc- scroll kill crew, which they were not scrolls, but they were, you know, scroll haters who had the ability to scroll, regardless of a whole nother thing that we may or may not see during Captain Marvel or afterwards. But, uh, being that we now have scrolls introduced or will be introduced at the time Captain Marvel is being set in place, which would be in the 90s, um, user Ramon speculates that, hey, there's probably going to be some still around, because we know there's at least going to be one or two in said movie, and they were probably going to be able to still be around even now in the, uh, well, I want to say post in Infinity War, but we actually, we don't know that either because some people got, a bunch of people got snapped out. So, which actually led me to that speculation also because I was like, well, wait a minute. So, but that's near here nor because that's going to get taken out, taken care of in Avengers 4. So, yeah, um, this article basically goes on to say that, hey, yeah, we know there's at least one or two in going to be in Captain Marvel, and there's some that's probably going to be still living, and that's probably going to be something that's going to play out post-Infinity uh, War, maybe in Avengers War, or even introduced in, uh, uh, at least that is my speculation of their speculation. So, and like I said, it kind of goes on to drop some names of people that are still around. Um... Or excuse me, that there are people stand that are still around before uh, Infinity War because obviously people got snapped and you know, and I'm sure they will be back. Yes, there we go. Next up, we'll see if any of that comes come together. If it does, that'll be interesting. If they're gonna start the whole secret invasion thing, which I think that's that article starting to was um, starting to speculate to. Which you know what? Hey, why not? Sure. Marvel Rising's adorable heroes take inspiration from Captain Marvel in a new trailer. So, uh, Marvel Rising is, is, has been a bunch of shorts uh, starring Squirrel Girl and, and uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan, as well as a bunch of other young heroes. And um, I believe this is the... F- yes, this is for the movie uh, Marvel Rising, which is going to star... Both of those characters, America Chavez, uh, Quake, Inferno, and Patriot, the new version of Patriot. And it looks like, is that uh, Hawkeye back there? Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I can't. No, that, that might be Quake, actually. So, I need to watch those shows. I hear those those are pretty decent. Um, but uh, they're, it looks like they're going to be uh, secret warriors in this movie. So, that's pretty cool. And that's going to actually start airing September 30th. So I don't know, is that going to be on their YouTube channel? Or is that going to be on Disney XD or something? It doesn't say here. But I know if you've checked out uh, Marvel HQ, the YouTube channel, or even probably the, just a straight up Marvel uh, channel on YouTube, I know they they probably have links to these shows. You should go check them out, you know. 
they're 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 pretty cute looking. So uh, next up, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse promo introduces Miles Morales. So I am very much looking forward to Spider-Man Into the Into the Spider-Verse, and we'll, there will be some more Spider-Man Spider-Man verse uh, Spider-Man news on a different front later on in the show. But um. Here was apparently a, a, a video on YouTube that looks like it may have been taken down at the time of this, um, which I think it was taken down before the time of this recording. Um, and I don't want to click through to see if it actually looks. The last time I tried it, I think it did. Regardless, there was a video out there uh, in a new promo. This, I mean, the link to this could have been from, from somebody else and not Marvel. And I should have checked and see if it was out there. Nevertheless... Uh, the promo unveils previously unseen footage from the eagerly anticipated film as Morales crosses paths with Peter Parker, Jake Johnson, for the first time. As the young web slinger looks to Parker for advice, the duo, duo are seen taking on two enemies, including a fearsome incarnation of the Green Goblin. So yeah, December 14th, folks, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I'm I'm very very much looking forward to it. Also, Spider Gwen's going to be in that joint, and it's going to be awesome. Um, and look at this picture. There's branded sneakers, which apparently if they don't put those out for the sneaker heads, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Avengers Four star Mark Ruffalo reveals Hulk's worst fear. So this I read this one a little bit, and I'm like, okay. So if you've seen Infinity One, I'm pretty sure most of you have already. You saw Hulk got to, got beat down pretty handily by Thanos, so which would suggest that for the rest of the movie, Hulk wasn't trying to come out because he was scared to catch them hands again, get them can't you know, get them hands caught or whatever the case may be, as the kids would say. Apparently, his. Um, According to Mark Ruffalo, we now know that the Green Girl Life's greatest fear is not Thanos, but it's someone director Josh Whedon discussed years before with Ruffalo himself, Bruce Banner. Again, I, I, this is what he believes going from, from Whedon's thing, so you got to take that for what it is, especially since Whedon's not even doing the movies anymore. Uh, there's a conflict brewing between Banner and Hulk that's been going on since the beginning. Ruffalo said on the Marvelous, the MCU podcast. Um, and it all came out of sort of this question that Josh Whedon asked me when the Hulk gets the fair, gets the fair dust from Mark, uh, from Scarlet Witch, sprinkled on them in Age of Ultron, and asked, what is the Hulk afraid of? So, okay, given that right there, I'm sure that's, that's a long time to bring up a plot point, but it's, again, not a first time for that in movies. Movies, movie franchises, or comics at that. So I guess, but anyway, uh, and that was a hard thing for me to answer because what is the strongest, fiercest thing in the universe afraid of? Then I realized it's Banner. He continued, "The only thing Hulk is afraid of is Banner. I don't know why, but sure." And that that's my speculation on that last part. And so that's become something uh, that we've been riffing on since Age of Ultron. We've played with it a lot in Thor Ragnarok, and and it continues to be teased out in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers 4. Which, now that you think about it, it makes sense. Because in Thor Ragnarok, he had been Hulk for two years and not trying to change back the banner at all. Uh, so I guess there's some sense to it. But I don't know. 
getting clocked by Thanos when you think you're the biggest, baddest, biggest, baddest bully in the world would be enough to kind of scare me. But oh, that just seems like a bully thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Blue knocked out with a two piece, and I'm scared now. You know, that's that would be that would pro- some would probably consider that cheap writing. I don't know. Regardless, move right along. Uh, well, you know, yeah, we we'll don't need to go around so that. So that's the thing. Whether that actually being is going to be the case in Avengers four or not, you know, whether they pick that that thread back up. Because realistically, I guess the Thor thing kind of did come up, and everybody else who who got got duty duty duty. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know at all. But next up, speaking of Avengers 4, Jeremy Renner shares photo from Avengers 4 reshoots. So Hawkeye is returning in Avengers 4. There he is with a cool haircut on uh, his Instagram page. If you're watching the video, uh, it says down here, day is done. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. And hashtags, you know, a bunch of stuff, you know, Marvel, Avengers, Hawkeye, Widow, da 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 So... So yeah, it was a behind-the-scenes photo. Doesn't really say much. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, while some of Renner's hashtags are a little trickier to, to decipher, the use of A6 is a direct reference to the original uh, six heroes from the Avengers still alive after that. After the, the finger snap. So, yeah. I mean, they're not the only ones who survived, but yeah, they're the main ones who survived. So... Which, yeah, we've already talked about that. But yeah, there we go. Hawkeye made it after after the snap. We already knew that. Um, wait, did I just do that twice? Or what, what's going on now? I did do that one twice, didn't I? Oopsies. All right. Um, I didn't mean to bring this up, but you know what? Just to close the loop on this, I am anyway. Chinese authorities confirm X-Men star fan... Bing Bing's uh, arrest. So they finally caught Fan Bing Bing, who was apparently um, evading taxes. So, yeah, I don't, and I guess she's. Well, excuse me, according to this, the status of Days of Future Doors has finally been revealed by Securities Daily, which uh, is a state run Chinese publication. According to the publication, Fan had been placed under control, quote-unquote, and will be and will accept the legal decision, whatever that means. Uh, so, yeah, it says she was uh, reported under investigatory tax evasion back in June. Uh, but, so, yeah, things are happening on, on that front. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know what any of that means and spe- any speculation on that. Well, I do know what some of that means, but whatever the truth is in any of that. Who knows? Laura Dern and Steven Spielberg think the best popular film Oscar is a dumb idea too. So, I agree. Well, they agree with me and I agree with them. Because, again, we've talked about this. No reason. So, yeah. So, basically, the best there was... So, um, the Oscar committee, if you did not know, wanted to make a, a best popular film to accommodate Black Panther and films like that, when after eighty some odd years of whatever the uh, or whatever in the Oscars, they've never done anything like that before, and they're only doing this because 
you know, they don't want to act, give one of their actual, quote unquote, I'm saying, this is my speculation, actual awards, you know, to a deserving film. And we've talked about this in, in the past. You know, it's, it is definitely stupid of them to do that just to try to say, well, here you go. We're going to throw your bone here for, for a category that, which that is not, you know, the actual, actual, like the, this best popular film, that could be something they could do in technicals before the, um, before the before the show like they tend to do so it still wouldn't be right anyway um it's just stupid like like no give it give it an actual award it fits in the categories just because you know the academy doesn't like uh superhero films that's always been that's always been a thing that's known uh or at least you know said to be known anyway so I, it doesn't make any sense one way or the other. But meanwhile, well, you know what? The academies are kind of screwed up and Oscars are kind of screwed up anyway for many other reasons that, that won't need to be going on to here. And next up, we have The Witcher casting details signal a change for a key character. So I feel like we had talked about this, but I don't think we did. Uh, so the character of Siri, that's C-I-R-I, um, in the the upcoming Netflix uh, show, which is actually going to be starring uh, Henry Cavill, apparently, as we found out uh, a couple of weeks back, they're looking for someone to play Siri, and they're looking for um, an actress who must not be older than eighteen, and they're looking for a B A M E actress, which that is someone that is black, Asian, or minority ethnic, and provides a character's. A description, which I won't go into. So, if you know anything about the Witcher game, it's basically um, it's a fantasy world uh, based off of. I don't want to say it's not Nordic, but it's it's basically all white. There are there aren't that many black people in that world. There are, I think, there are maybe one or two, but it's mostly white because it's set in you know somewhere in the east. Uh, not necessarily Nordic land, but probably around about some places like that. Regard or like you know Nordic Viking because you know. Regardless, so people are up in arms for that reason because you know how certain people are in situations. Oh, uh, you know the character is white. Why she can't get a white person? Blah 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 blah. blah. So yeah, and so people are mad because they want to shake it up a little bit. Um, because that's just how people, some people are. So anyway, so that's the thing that I don't, it, I don't know if that, that hubbub is still kind of going on, and, you know, people on both sides of the situation or whatever, because, you know, what's one more, um, log in the fire of internet flame. Uh, and it's sad that, that this is like this, but Hey, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Bravest Warriors is coming back to help with your Adventure Time withdrawal. So apparently, and I haven't been keeping up with this, but Adventure Time is um, gone off the air. I think it is already ended, actually. Yeah, I think it's already ended by now. Not to think about it. Uh, but Bravest Warriors has been on, at least from what I've seen, has been on YouTube 
Um, and they've done a bunch of Bravest Warriors shorts. The Bravest Warriors is another cartoon made by the same person who made um, made Adventure Time, Pendleton Pend- of War. I like Bravest Warriors. It's kind of cool. And um, I'm sure the, the old versions are out there on um, YouTube. So, But apparently... Uh, they're bringing some more back because I didn't know they had stopped making Braves Warriors uh, shows. I just hadn't been watching them. In fact, uh, yeah, I think I got a playlist with a, which with all of them now. So I think if you like, I mean, I don't think it has the same. It may or may not appeal to the, the same people as uh, Avenger Time did, or certain parts of the the Avenger Time fandom. Did but but uh, Bravest Warriors could so it's basically um, it's a bunch of teams who are are it's, it's kind of a sci-fi thing it's, it's a bunch of teams battling evil but in and and um, you know they have like their own special it was cool it, it was uh, it was it was definitely cool I, I enjoyed the humor in it and the fact that they're making some more is quite cool so. I want to say, I would say there was a runaways vibe to it, but I don't know enough about runaways to say that that's kind of true. And I don't know if their parents were like evil also with that, because you never, as far as I remember, you never really saw their parents. So anyway, but that's a cool thing. More Bravest Warriors. Cool. Um, I should go back and check that out. Next up in the first teaser for Netflix's She-Ra, A Princess of Power Rises. So... Folks, if you did not know anything about me, I love a transformation sequence. So, you know, yes, from Transformers to He-Man to any other, you know, Power Rangers, I guess even, yeah, sure. So, so let's say the moon, all kind of was transformation sequences are dope. I love them. So we got a new teaser trailer for She-Ra, Prince of Powers, where she is transforming. Um, and I have yet to watch this, but nevertheless... Based on that gif at the top of this article, hey, uh, it's cool. And actually, I actually meant to watch this uh, this, this teaser, but uh, whatever reason, I had not. Um, so, yeah, this was a debut by Teen Vogue, and the teaser is uh, slight, but it gives us a look at the door of finding out her true destiny and making a very good Sailor Moon-style transformation into the legendary Shira herself. So, obviously, beats have been taken. Which, hey, it makes sense. You know, magical girl thing is a thing for a reason. Um, but cool. Yeah, and there's been hubbub about that, but screw those people. It's not for them. And obviously, um, it goes without saying, She-Ra, the reboot, will be coming out on Netflix November 16th. So if you're inclined, go check it out. Um, now we go into the... Actually, I should have waited and put my... Um, Put my ad right there. We're going to go into comic book news, though, right now. With uh, Marvel Unlimited Digital Subscription Library to continues to grow this September. So they're adding a whole bunch of stuff to Marvel Unlimited, as they tend to do. Sometimes we get these articles, sometimes we don't. Um, But it just gives you a a bunch of stuff that's coming out. Mostly the stuff, like, say, anything that comes out this week will probably be on... Marvel Unlimited in like four months, so there's usually a four month gap between uh, what comes out in print and what gets to Marvel on that. Four to six is for the new stuff, something like that. But I think they've been relatively good about holding tight to four ish, um, four ish months with that. Kept it a little bit different because some of the stuff was like I think it may have coming out 
uh, in less than four months. But regardless, it is what it is if you're part of Marvel Unlimited and, and um, check that out. It's good stuff. And all new Guardians of the Galaxy arrives this January. So, yay with that. So, we've already seen that as Guardians of the Galaxy. That's kind of a different thing. That's a decent book. Um, wait. So, then the case in Jeff, Jeff Shaw are the creative team behind the new Guardians, you know, Thunder Case, kind of everywhere at this point. I, that, this could also go back to what I'm saying about, like, can somebody else get a book? I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Thunder Case's stuff. But, you know, there are surely, you know, there's new t- talent and other talent you can throw and give books to, you know. He's got a lot of books. I know what I'm saying. Man's got to eat, but still... Anyway, um, it says here, Jeff and I have had some insane plans for our first Guardians arc. Kate's told Marvel this arc is called Endgame and is seen in Thanos' legacy, which I believe he's always also doing. Uh, it begins with the reader's reading of Thanos' last will and testament. Uh, another fact that Thanos' brother Eros dug up out of his late brother's heart which will very well spell doom for the entire novel entire, entire universe. So if not Thanos, it's something a part of him that's going to screw us all up. So we don't know who's going to be a part of the team, but um, that's going to be next January. I don't know. I'm a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy and the, the, the iterations therein. So I will definitely be checking this out. I don't know what to say about it outside of that. Wait, oh, 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 folks, 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 if you did not know, Friday before last, as of this recording, a little game came out called Marvel's Spider-Man on the PS4. Um, a couple of us on the panel have been been, been playing this game. You know, Tim's been playing it. I've been playing it. The game's, you know, no one's playing it. No one's been talking about it. So I can't imagine, I don't know, you may or may or not have heard about it. But no, the game's great. Game is awesome. Whether you're a Spider-Man fan or not, um, it is a good game. Like you've heard all, about the swing, uh, the the West Wing and the grand combats, you know, with this uh, Batman Arkham style. The games are great. Story's been great so far. I'm not that far. Well, I'm not terribly far in, but and the, um, but I've been enjoying what I've played so far. Uh, and luckily, there haven't been too many major spoils about the end of the game, so that's awesome. But however, there's been a bunch of Easter eggs and whatnot uh, floating in and out of the game. I've, if you've seen my Twitter account, you've seen me post at least a couple so far, and I haven't been streaming it. Like I said, uh, uh, I had said I was going to stream it, but I did, uh, decided not to. And there's been bunches of bunch of people streaming it, so you know, maybe one day I might for a thing when I'm a little bit farther in, but I, I get kind of hesitant to, especially games like that, which are open world, I get kind of hesitant to stream that kind of stuff. Regardless, uh, wedding proposal hidden in Spider-Man Unravels may be patched out. Apparently that's the update. Because um, this, it, there was no, uh, that wasn't an update uh, when I first, when I originally saw this article. So, uh, Spider-Man fan before the game came out, asked Insomniac, I think he asked over Twitter, to help him propose to his then-girlfriend before the game game came out. But, sadly, he and his girlfriend broke up uh, a couple weeks before the game came out. 
and there were some questions as to, as to what happened with you know with that and you know he came out and said some things and then she uh, came out and said uh, yeah it's not you know confirm a couple of things but also you know you know said it's not it's not exactly like that you know because he was saying one thing that happened and she was like no what he's part of what he said that happened with her breaking up and and her moving on didn't happen the way he said it did so there's that but basically yeah so as you can see here this this guy on twitter you know uh here's this tweet asking for the um asking for insomniac's help with that and they did and you can see it on this billboard for it looks like a movie theater but again since they um since apparently they broke up uh shortly before the the game came out yeah that's does not have a happy ending so i guess they're gonna patch that back out um so that's so sad so yeah and according to this article the, the article that she left him for his basically yeah she he said that he left that she left him for his brother and apparently that's not true because i think she's even said that that's not true she is in a new relationship just not with his brother like he said um so yeah take that for what you will Regardless, there's a lot of things in, in you know Spider-Man game, Easter egg wise. I've um, yeah, that's sad. And y'all be careful about where and how you do wedding proposals because apparently they don't always work out like you um, like you hear about in a lot of cases. That one's sad. I would say kind of funny, but I'm not sure at this point. Uh, anyway. More Spider-Man PS4 news. All the suits you can get. I won't go through all of this just in case you care, but obviously there's going to be a bunch of suits that you can find in-game. If you pre-order the game, you can actually get two of them, one of which being uh, Iron Spider from Infinity War. And um, I can't remember what the other one is. It's like the Velocity suit, I believe. But, uh, you you know, classic suits in there, ripped up suits in there, uh, Scarlet Spider's in there. If I don't know if Amazing Bagman's in there. I don't know. Um, um, I don't think I don't know. There is a black. This his black and gold suit is in there. I don't know if his venom, his black and white venom suit is in there. I am not entirely sure. Uh, Spider Punk is in there. Be nice if there had. A, I mean, I know this wouldn't play, but Spider Gwen's suit would be awesome, and Miles's would be cool too. But Miles is in the game, so and I haven't seen that part yet. Oh, let's just say that I think I've seen. A cameo of him, if that's who that was. Um, but I haven't got to the part where Miles kind of comes in proper. But yeah, so there's a bunch of suits that you can get uh, during the progressive game and swing around with. Game is great, man. If you got a PS4 and, and so inclined, you check it out. It's, it's a really, really good game. And I'm sure it will be talked about at the end of the year. Um, oops. Uh, and here we have, speaking of, we have. How to Unlock the Avengers Infinity War Suits, uh, which is an article that shows how to do that. It's a spoiler for in the game, and I won't spoil it. But like I said, if you got, I mean, if you pre-ordered the game before it came out, you got that suit already. Um, but yeah, this article just kind of goes into how you can unlock it in-game, because, you know, you may want to do it. And again, it is Iron, Iron basically Iron Spider, so you should go check that out. And oh my god, I, 
autoplay in videos. I'm going to strangle you. Uh, anyway, Spider-Man's New Game Plus mode is in the works. So, in addition to the game coming out, there's going to be uh, some DLCs coming out. We already knew that, but apparently Insomniac is working on a New Game Plus for uh, the Spider-Man games, which, hey, more Spider-Man is awesome. That is, it is cool. It is, a, it is a big open world game with a, with a bunch of stuff in it already. But you know what? I'm not going to complain about more. Um, it doesn't, I don't know if it says if this is going to be free or not. But it says here that uh, the developer revealed that a team is working currently working on the mode via a tweet uh, from Insomniac Games, makers of uh, Sunset Overdrive and a bunch of other awesome games. Um. See, New Game Plus will allow you to replay through Spider-Man with all of the web crawlers' abilities and skills that have been unlocked in a previous save. Although it hasn't been confirmed for this game, most New Game Plus's, Plus modes also increase uh, enemies' health and damage output, which is true. Uh, a few, like the one in Batman Arkham Knight, even makes minor changes to certain cutscenes and adds late-game enemies to earlier fights. Insomniac doesn't have an estimate for the New Game Plus's uh, release mode just yet. And like I said, uh, so that should be forthcoming probably, I would imagine, sometime by the the beginning of the next year. Um, But we also know that, excuse me, there's two um, pieces, or excuse me, there's a three-part DLC, the first of which is going to come out next month, October 23rd. Um, That's called The Heist. It focuses on Felicia Hardy, which there is, I've seen a couple of Easter eggs of um, Black Cat in the game. So, I guess that makes some sense. And I believe, I can't remember, let me see. There is another one, I don't know. So, I know there's those three pieces, that one, and I think there's another one. Or maybe it's those three and I'm just misremembering um, all of the DLC. I have to, have, to, have to check and see. Because I know, yeah, anyway. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think I did the the um, one that has ZLC attached to it. So I will be getting that. And hopefully I will be finished the game because I've barely ever finished games. So that's kind of ridiculous. But this one looks like one I, I may end up finish finishing. Anyway, uh, more Spider-Man news that is not the video game version. Christos Gage and Mike Haw- Hawthorne, excuse me, rekindled the superior Spider-Man. Uh, speaking of Iron Spider, I guess, kind of. So this December, Otto Octavius will leave the moniker of Dr. Octopus behind and forever become the superior Spider-Man. And now I have been keeping up with what's been going on with um, Spider-Man books lately. So because I've been hearing things as we've talked about them on the show uh, proper, but I'm still not really, still don't really know because the Spider-Gun stuff is still going on and yeah, and I know I've heard Otto's been doing some things. So, yeah. Uh, apparently, Crystal's Gage will do the writing. Mike Hawthorne is doing the art. Uh, and uh, Crystal said that I've had the great pleasure of collaborating with Dan Scott Splot, Slot, excuse me, on his incredible Superior Spider-Man run. And I can't wait for people to see this new chapter in Otto's journey towards redemption? Corruption? Triumph? Tragedy? That remains to be seen. Um, you know, as if we didn't have enough spider folks running around, here comes Oliver. Not a lot of people liked um, Superior Spider-Man. I was one of them, you know, when Slot wrote, wrote them. I know there are some people who have liked Superior Sp- Spider-Man, but apparently for some reason can't stand Slot now so for some 
probably dubious reasons. I don't know. But regardless, Superior Spider-Man is coming back um, in December. And I don't know. I may check it out. I will definitely check it out. Let me let me not even say that. But I don't know if it's going to have the same feel as the slot version. But I would imagine it would since he's already um, collaborated on it. And here you can see the cover of it. And I am slightly curious as to how he gets from wherever he is now to there. But again, I have not been reading Spidey. So, that is that. Well, that is that on that one. Hasbro unleashes Marvel Rising toy line featuring Ms. Marvel, Ghost Spider, Spider-Gwen, and more. So, if you're watching the video, you can see uh, these um, figures that look... Um, more like Barbie dolls than, than the, the figures we know of the um, the uh, Marvel Legends line. But nevertheless, hey, it's a dope thing. And it's Hasbro, so you know, come on. Um, so it's dope that this is that the Marvel Rising is getting a, a, a toy line. So it says here, the brand will feature toys and role-play gear based on Marvel characters, which Hasbro has been pretty better about doing, getting more cosmic gear out there, so that's awesome. Um... But anyway, see, the brand will feature toys and roleplay gear based on Marvel characters such as Miss Marvel, Ghost Spider, America Chavez, Squirrel Girl, and Inferno, who described in an official press release as a diverse team of everyday teens utilizing their secret, super secret powers, superpowers to change the world and rise to their full, uh, full potential. Almost champions like, haha. Um. All figures are aimed at ages six and up and will come in different varieties. Mainline will feature 11 inch figures with 15 points of articulation and sell for 20, 1999, 20 bucks. The training outfit doll line will have 11 inch figures with five points of articulation and go for 12.99. And finally, the secret identity doll line will feature 11 inch figures with 11 points of articulation and two outfits that will sell for 24.99. Uh, the line of toys will also see a ghost spider, spider Gwen themed web slinger, which will come with a gauntlet, a water canister, and web fluid. The ghost spider web slinger is aimed at uh, ages five and up, and you can see the picture here, which basically looks like the old um, Spider-Man canister. Um, you know, which makes sense. I mean, you know. Just a different coloring, and of course you see um, the, this little girl with a hoodie and the and gloves. Um, so let's see. The Marvel Rising line will be at Target, Disney stores, and HasbroToyShop.com. Target will carry an exclusive Secret Identity Squirrel Girl figure for twenty nine ninety nine, and the line will be released in October. Which is, you know, around the time that the aforementioned Secret Warriors. Um, oh, here we go. And we find out when that, what channel that comes on. Disney Channel and Disney XD for Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, the film that we spoke about earlier. Um, so, cool. Uh, the controversial behind the scenes origin of Hulk's father. So, there has been some debate about this. Uh, not so much a debate, but we discussed it when the last issue of uh, Immortal Hulk came out. And there was some talk that the bad guy behind, or, you know, the bad guy behind um, Sasquatch's uh, monster turn, or whatever the case you want to call it, 
kind of coming out of nowhere. Apparently that is not the case because uh, this comes from Incredible Hulk 312 where according to this article um, there's a little bit of backstory as to why, spoiler alert, um, the animosity between, and that's kind of lightly, between Bruce Banner and his father uh, played out. So this apparently did not come from anywhere, and apparently this was also this issue was the Secret Wars two tie-in. So, uh, but in this issue, I guess we get a flashback to Bruce as a baby, and if you're watching the video, you can see you know him and his crib in the second panel with shades of um, Hulk outlining, which is weird. Um, but you know, in his uh, his dad and mom's talking, and then. Things get bad. Things go from things get bad, and his uh, dad goes crazy. And um, again, Marvel at the time not ashamed of um, of um, you know domestic violence. Apparently, at the time, because even though the fact that they um, kind of shy away from Hank Pym's right now, you, you can see the panel right here where um, Peter's Peter's give me. Um, uh, Bruce's dad smacks his mom, you know, and his and Bruce kind of comes in to help and smacks him away, and and he calls him a monster because apparently his dad wanted his all wanted all the attention before Bruce came along, and yeah, um, so yeah, and ends up killing his mom, or or Bruce's uh, Bruce's dad ends up killing his mom, and that's where apparently this is maybe coming from. So, and, um, so yeah, apparently this is definitely not something that came out of air. This is now granted. It's something that can kind of came out of, um, you know, no recent story things to kind of, kind of told it, but nevertheless, this came from nowhere. They just plucked it from the past. Um, as so, yeah, there you go. That's the thing. Uh, the X-Men grieve Cable's death in X-Men The Exterminated number one. So I think this is a one shot, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Um, that will be penned by Zach Thomas, Dot Thompson, and Lonnie Nadler. Uh, I guess these are the people who wrote, um, who wrote the Cable's, the Cable book, which I never read, I don't think. Uh, the issue's cover is illustrated by Jeff Shaw, and a special backup story will be penned by legendary X-Men scribe Chris Claremont. So, basically, this is, I guess this is their uh, um, eulogy issue for, for Cable, old Cable, I should say, because apparently there's going to be young young Cables floating around. Um, spoilers. Ding dong. Yep, there you go. So... But I forgot I had the sound effects going. So, yeah. Um, Cable perished. Yeah, so, yeah. Cable died in, in X-Men Extermination 1. At least old Cable did. And I guess it's their farewell to, to him. So, maybe he's actually going to be gone for good, for good. Um, but we did say, I mean, there, I think there's been rumblings that, yeah, there's a, a death or two from this that might stick. And I guess this might be the one. So, and of course, this deals with uh, hope. Uh, Summers and at some part Gene, I guess. Um, at the end of this, so yeah, this issue will follow Hope Summers as she grieves the death of her adoptive father, 
A press release reveals uh, Hope's journey will could easily descend into darkness, though, and Jean may or may not be her only salvation. So that's what that book's going to be about. Um, <clears throat> cool beans. Winter Soldier returns in his own series this October. So, yeah. Bucky had a series for a little bit um, where he was getting into some things, and now he's going to be back. So, yeah. That's what I thought. It's going to be a, a mini series, one of five. I mean, it's going to be a five issue mini series. So there is that, and it's going to be written by Kyle Higgins, with art by Rod Reyes. Um, so cool. Not sure we're going to be good to. I'm not going to read this, but yeah, cool. Bucky fans rejoice. Um, Top Cow relaunching the darkness in 2019, which that the picture, if you're watching the video, kind of looks slightly like a venomized Bucky. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, but the darkness has been a thing for, for a long time, you know. So, I think actually before even Venom came about, but I'm not even sure about that one, so don't even quote me on that. Anyway, Top Gun Top is developing a new darkness series anticipated to launch in 2019. The company publisher, Matt Hawkins, is writing the series with Tom uh, Grinberg, Grinberg drawing the book. And there's a tweet from Matt Hawkins uh, with a work in progress on said book. So, cool. Uh, protect yourself against bloodshot nanites with uh, the new Valiant kit. No, really, according to this article. So apparently, he 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 he. That's a first aid kit, um, which is what this ascension is. But it's adorned with uh, bloodshot rising spirit on the cover and the creative team. Uh, so I guess this is, um, yeah, this is a thing. It's, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this. Outside of the fact that Bloodshot Rising Spirit is coming out, uh, November 14th. And I guess this is a thing that they're going to pack in with it or, well, not pack anything, but I guess it's going to be sold alongside it. And there may be a version with, yeah, with the book in it. I think the thing says. So yeah, if you want a first aid kit with um, you know with uh, bloodshot branded stuff, go go for it. So it's got uh, hand cleanser wipes, gauze pads, you know the stuff you would find in a, a um, first aid kit, including a, a comprehensive first aid guide. So and some gloves. So it's actually a legit kit. So it's not like just some just some random thing. So I guess that's. Cool. That's kind of funny. You don't really see that kind of stuff nowadays. It's funny, though. Anyway, um, Boom Studios announces New York Comic Con 2018 panel programming. So, Boom Studios is going to be at New York Comic Con, and this is um, a listing of all of their panels. So, if you are going to um, New York Comic Con, you can go check that out. Uh, their programming schedule, and yeah. See November, excuse me, October fourth through the seventh is New York Comic Con. So therefore, fastly approaching. If you hadn't gotten your tickets yet, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, Troll Hunters art book to arrive February twenty nineteen from Dark Horse. So Troll Hunters is the uh, DreamWorks Netflix series. I have not seen it. I heard pretty good things about it. Uh, but now there's going to be an, an art book called uh, Tales of Arcadia, The Feld, written by Richard, Richard uh, Ashley Hamilton of How to Drain Your Dragon, Servant's Era fame. 
and it expands on the world of Troll Hunters as its new titles of um, Troll Hunter and Boyfriend weigh heavily on Jim Jim Lake Jr., which I guess is the main character of that 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 series. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of uh, Troll Hunters, you can go check that out. And then I forgot that is also the uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro joint. So we should not uh, let that go without saying that. So yeah, cool. Oh, it's even got a um, afterward by Mark Hamill. So that's cool. But yeah, if you're a fan of that series, you, you may be interested in that book. Elmore Leonard meets Blade Runner in Patience, Convention, Conviction, Revenge, number one. So uh, yeah, there's going to be a Elmore Leonard. Um, uh, I guess. I don't want to inspire because I guess they're taking from one of the stories, stories or something. Doesn't really say that much here. Oh, well, it says like an Elmore Leonard my novel set in the world of Blade Runner, Patience, Conviction, Revenge is an offbeat and often funny, uh, but all about the dark corners of cities and minds. A violent criminal genius with a bad case of monomania makes for the makes for the most fun you'll ever have in the comic this year. So, okay. Uh, and yeah, that's, uh, next week looks like it's coming out. So if some of that, that I've said, uh, is appealing to you, go for it. All right. Balthazar's powers in action introduces the hero squadron. So it's another, um, Art Balthazar joint of tiny Titans fame and itty bitty hell form. Uh, also of, uh, all year comics fame. So yeah, got a new book coming out. Uh, actually it's not a new book. It's like, uh, I think it's, um, He's basically bringing back uh, some characters he's made, uh, if if, if I remember reading this right. And it's going to be a four-issue story arc. Um, So, yeah, just another addition to that universe. So, cool. If you don't know about Aya Comics, they do a lot of um, uh, all-ages books in a certain particular style, which is cute. It's cool. And, of course, uh, Titanic Titans they've done for, um, for, for DC, which is also a good book. It's cool. Uh... Images new series Die has the first comic book trailer that's actually good. So yeah, there's going to be a um, new image series called uh, Die, which not like the kill die, but the die is in rolled roll a hard 20 or roll natural 20, all that kind of good stuff. And this is being done by Kieran Gillian, Gillen and artist Stephanie Hans. And apparently it tells the story of six friends who suddenly disappear one night after sitting down to play a tabletop role-playing game. Kind of sounds like the um, the Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, cartoon series where they go on, they go through a roller coaster and get transported to a different world, I guess. But uh, no telling. Anyway, no one in the town can figure out what happened to the kids and eventually people give up the search. But then two years later... All six of the kids mysteriously re- reappear miles and miles away from their home, traumatized and forever changed by the experience. Also sounds like any number of uh, TV shows where, oh, you've been gone for X amount of years. Now, that's not the takeaway. I'm not saying all this is the takeaway from it because it actually sounds like it could be pretty cool. Um, and I guess we get into what happened during the two years that they were disappearing. Maybe they did um, 
<laughs> Maybe they did turn into the animated uh, Dozen Dragon series, which I need to go back and watch that again. I don't remember how it ended. Anyway, so that's the thing. It's coming out. Um, so you see some pages here. It doesn't say when it's going. Oh, yes, it is. It's out December 2018. And it looks like it's got a tag- tagline of fantasy just got real. And you see a 20-sided uh, die. So... So wait, is it going to be uh, Final Destination meets Dungeons and Dragons? Because I kind of would almost be for, here for it. Um, but yeah, you should go check that out. That, that sounds interesting. And Dungeons and Dragons, you know, always been a certain amount of hotness, getting more hotness uh, lately. But a mythical bank robber returns in Dugan and McRae's Dead Rabbit. 20 years ago, Martin Dobbs donned the cap and mask of the Dead Rabbit and became the uh, notorious highwayman and stick-up artist until succeeding in one big score, then he vanished, and now he comes himself back out. Uh, this has been written by Jerry Duggan and John McRae. Um, this is just an article with uh, Jerry Duggan about that. So, I don't know anything about that character, but um, sure, cool. Wait, this is coming out for DC, it looks like. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, see, now he finds himself having to wear into a hood once more and in the crosshairs of the law and mob. I like to save the life of his beloved wife in this action comedy by Jerry Duggan. So that makes sense. When you say Jerry Duggan, hey, you know, there's going to be some comedy in there some kind of way. Writer of Deadpool, go for it. Um... Breaking, which granted is all news at this point. Vertical's Border Town goes back to print. So we talk. I talked about Border Town. I enjoyed it. It's it's a interesting, strange book. Um, apparently, here and other places have likened it towards uh, Stranger Things, which I've never seen. So I, I did not have that reference, but I would like, I'd like to hope that what I said about it kind of appealed to some folks similarly. But nevertheless, it's getting a um, a second printing, printing, which is awesome. So you should probably, if you're so inclined, go check it out. That book's interest. That the book's kind of got something going on with it. Um, Mighty Morphin Pin Set released by Lineage Studios. So you know, Power Rangers again, kind of hot right now. In, in cases, always been for the last. 25, 30 years ago, how much has been around. But now there's a pen set by Leonard. Whoa, that was weird. Um, there's a pen set that is coming out for folks who like pens. And looks like. Oh, I did not see this uh, originally. So apparently there's a four pen set. Um, wait, is this magnetic or is it just like. So, if you're looking at the video, you can see them. They looks like the the Rangers, uh, at least the, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers um, morphers, or at least the front side of it. And it looks like the the middle part comes out, which would be the coin, their power coins. Um, so that's kind of cool. So I don't know if that's so. Is that magnetic or something? Because that's kind of it's actually. Fucking cool, but anyway, so you can they you can purchase um there's like a set of four which is um no it's a set of five it's the original five 
Tyrannosaurus, Triceratops, Mastodon, Sabertooth, Tiger, Pterodactyl, Pterodactyl for 20 bucks. Uh, fans can also purchase the Golden Power Morpho pin set, which includes Tommy's uh, Green Ranger and White Ranger's Power Coins, Dragon Zord and Tiger Zord for 15 bucks. Alternatively, uh, fans can purchase their favorite power coins individually for six bucks. Okay, so you can put the different power coins into the different uh, things. Because you can see here, like it's not that far, and the power coin kind of goes in the middle of it, and it's also a pin. So I don't know how it's being held together. I'm assuming magnets. Don't know. That's kind of interesting. I would probably. Okay, I'm not reading his comments because that's dumb. Uh, anyway, but that's cool. If you're a Power Rangers fan, you should go check that out. Um, Benjamin Percy announces departure from DC's Nightwing. So, yeah, Benjamin Percy, uh, writer of Nightwing, announced Tuesday night, or this is probably the last Tuesday night, um, as of this recording, that October's issue 50 will be his last of the series. Percy made the announcement on his Twitter account in a string of four separate tweets, and while he didn't go into the specifics of why he's suffering down from Nightwing, he did state that he didn't get to complete the story that he planned for Dick Grayson. Uh, quote, I really wish I could have told the story I planned to tell, but I promise I'm leaving you on a high note, Percy said. So, yeah. He gave, uh, gave thanks to the people. I think I saw a couple of those tweets. He was uh, thanking people and, um, you know, Collaborator and the fandom with it, so that's that. Um, hey, wait, because mm. I could have sworn. Pardon me a moment, folks. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, I could have sworn I had, um. I could have sworn maybe it's in the next one. I'm maybe blending stuff together because I could have sworn I saw I had an article in here about uh, Benjamin Percy renewing. It could be somebody else, and it could be for next week. So may want to ignore that. But I could have sworn I had some uh, an article about um, uh, Benjamin Percy's renewing his exclusivity with DC. But uh, that might be next week. I'll try to bring it up this Thursday or or record if that's the case because it might be in that one or not. Anyway, uh, Justice League member has uncovered the multiverse's dark secrets. And this is a spoiler for Justice League 7, which I believe is already out. Uh, the Flash stumbles across, not stumbles, he comes across uh, some things. I'm not up on the story, so I'm not even sure what's going on. But nevertheless, uh, the Flash figures it out. Um... So, again, I don't know what's going on, but nevertheless, hey, secrets revealed. Supergirl goes on, goes on space journey to investigate Krypton's destruction. And uh, this will be in, uh, this has been in this week's, uh, I guess last week's Supergirl 22. Uh, she'll be traveling the universe to invest, investigate uh, Rogel Zara's claims about Krypton, whatever that may be, because I'm not reading the book. And more importantly for her, his possible murder of her family and homeworld. So the journey starts on Mogo, and Supergirl accesses the Green Lantern's Corps' records in 22, but um, apparently her search for answers will take her to all corners of the universe. So, Supergirl on a journey out to space. 
cool. Um, DC launches statue line based on Dark Knight's Metal's evil Batman. Pardon me. Uh, so yeah, there's a new line of toys based off of um, based off of uh, Dark Knight's Metal's folks. And if you're watching the video, you can see one of them right now, which is um, they're based off of Greg Cupolo's art. Um, see there, the statues will also come with a few interchangeable parts, but make sure you can display them differently. So, cool, I guess. Like I said, I don't, I haven't been keeping up with metal either, so I don't know. But, decent looking figure. Um, and that, folks, is that, uh, for the news section. But, um... Before we go on, I want to actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to do this before I read the last ad read. Because, folks, we still got a little bit more to go. Because I did promise I was going to um, oops, bring this up and talk about DC Universe. The app and website has just been launched, folks. Um... So you can, it's worth noting that um, it launched around uh, Batman Day, which has been a couple of days ago uh, at this, um, at the time of this recording, which I'm recording on a Monday, um, the 17th, and Batman Day was like on Saturday, I believe. Or Friday or Saturday, I believe it was something like that. But regardless, DC Universe has launched and it is now out. You can go check it out. Uh, there's a seven day trial. This is not, we're not getting, I'm not getting paid for this, but I'm trying this out because I figure, you know, hey, people might want to, might want to check this out or not. So I'm not getting paid for this. I'm using my own money. I want, I want that to be let, known right off the bat. But if you did not know about what DC Universe is, um, it is their, Kind of an all-in-one service where they have um, they are putting their movies and TV shows uh, com- uh, based on their their characters out alongside comic books, select comic books that they have in there. And there's also a community page and also a, and a shop and news section and an encyclopedia uh, for characters. So I am here, as you see here on the I'm on the website. Uh, I can pull up the the app. But it's not going to be that much different. Um, but I will do that in a minute. But like I said, as you can see here from the top, you have your sections, your, your movie, comics, you know, your community section. So, but here's your homepage. Uh, if you've started watching stuff or reading stuff, it'll be it'll be here first, and then they'll show you trending movies and TV things, uh, trending comics, and of course, you know, things you might want to check out. Some of this is kind of not. Totally unlike Marvel Unlimited, except for Marvel Unlimited is just for books. Like they don't have, you know, they don't have their TV shows and whatnot uh, mixed into that. But like I said, some of the trappings, like this stuff with the essential storylines and Batman characters and stuff like that, you know, some of that kind of plays into the same thing. And of course, they have discussions because they have a discussion board in here in recent news. Uh, so, and of course, at the top, you know, Hey, here's some things to check out. So they have, actually, as I move into the movies and TV section, um, and like I said, you know, this, you know, 
this is stuff that I've started checking out. Like I was checking out the first episode of uh, Wonder Woman, uh, the first episode of Super Friends, first episode of Static Shock, and I've, and of course I had to check out an episode of uh, Batman animated series. So um, I know Batman TS was supposed to be in HD some some point soon because of the new Blu-ray sets we're going on, but right now as of uh, it looks like. The ones they have in here are standard definition. I don't know. There's no way to change from standard definition to high definition, even if it's in here. Um, Steven, uh, Steven, DC Universe, I should also point out before I go any further, is a website uh, and also a Roku app, Android, and uh, iOS app that you can check out. So there's apps for iOS, Android, Roku, uh, Kindle, Kindle Fire stuff also, by the way. Um, what's... So I'll get into a little bit more into that in a second because I've seen some good things about it and I've seen some issues, which can be ironed out because, again, this, the, the thing just started. So it's not like, um, you know, they don't have room for improvement. But uh, so, yeah, this is some stuff I started. And then, of course, because it was Batman Day, they highlighted some some stuff that you could watch and or read. Um, or this is the movies, the, the movies and TV show ad, so many parts. So. They got a bunch of Batman stuff, folks. So they got, um, they got all of the Batman movies. I don't think they have Batman sixty six in here, but uh, they do not, or at least I haven't seen it. But they definitely got most of the uh, Batman movies. They don't have all of them, but and they also have a lot of the animated movies. So you know, and some Batman Brave and Bold, which I I need to I want to check out because I didn't um I didn't get into that when it was on Netflix. And of course, like the, the, the uh, more recent animated movies, not just Batman, like Batman Ninja just came out like earlier uh, this year and it, it's already out there. They have um, Death of Superman on here, which is the most recent one. So here, I'll just go over here to the movies tab and they're just showing, they're just showing you some of the stuff for the, that are, that you can watch. Uh, they got all of the Superman movies up until, well, excuse me, all of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. I haven't seen like Man of Steel or Begins in here, but I'm not or Returns in here rather. But uh, it could be in here if you search for it. I'm not sure, or they may not have put it in here yet. Like there's a, a interesting smattering of stuff that they have in here, and uh, what have some people have been noticing is that um, you know there's been like I think uh, Tim said he was searching for Justice League versus Teen Titans and couldn't find it, but it was there like a day before. Batman Day and couldn't find it. Sometimes if you search for the stuff, um, then you might find it. But, you know, so there's basically like they may have hidden it, but it's still there type of situation. So, and and that could have been because they wanted to surface more Batman stuff. So I'm doing see more, but it's not clicking for me. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. So yeah, they got a bunch of animated series. You can see some of them right here. Um, you know, been checking out some of the Super Friends stuff, and boy, some of that old stuff is kind of rough. So they got Batman TS, Superman TS, um, Justice League, yay! And I think they don't have yeah, they do have unlimited. So the old Superman cartoons, Batman Beyond, Young Justice two seasons, uh, Static Shocks four seasons, Legion of Superheroes. So you know a lot of stuff in Teen Titans the three seasons they got of that. So they definitely have some stuff for you to check out on the animated and movies front and series front. Um, speaking of series, 
Wonder Woman, the Superboy stuff. I totally forgot about the Super, this Avengers of Superboy thing. Um, but they've got uh, the old Flash series, Constantine, that was on NBC, Birds of Prey. Uh, it's worth noting, Birds of Prey and the Flash, uh, the 90s Flash, um, both were and maybe still are a CWC, on CWC. In fact, I don't see stuff like Vixen um, and the Ray. <clears throat> on here, or at least I haven't yet, so maybe that stuff is coming, or maybe they just they haven't put it on it because of CWC. I don't know. Human Target, which was a TNT show, is also on here. It has nothing to do with the fact that when the... Uh, it has nothing to do with the Human Target that came on Arrow for an episode. But it is still the same character. I mean, let me phrase it. It's the same character. It's not the same person playing them. Um... And of course, the old Superman serials from back in the day, and Avengers uh, of the old George Reeves uh, series. Um, if you want what may or may not be considered a laugh, and you try this out for the seven days um, for the seven day trial, or if you end up subscribing to this, which I did, um, just check out the first Wonder Woman series because boy, did it was a different time. That's wow. Don't get me wrong, Linda Carter still my favorite. Um, you know. Favorite Wonder Woman, she's gorgeous, I love her. But that first episode, especially, and it's the thing that I don't know. Being a kid and during that time that um that this series came out, and recognizing it's like wow, these people that they have some of these, which are mostly like comedic comedic folks, um, were quite prevalent back in the seventies. Because uh, there's a couple of people that I've seen and I was like he was he or and or she was everything. Like they had Cloris Leachman playing Queen Hippolyta. Let's put it this way. Um, they had this one comedian guy who was on, who, and her and like, uh, this other guy, Henry Gibson, who was, if you know about the show, Mark Rowan and Martin's laughing was on there and a whole bunch of other stuff playing, um, a Nazi double agent, I guess you could say. Um, so yeah, there's, there's some comedian, the, the, uh, Themyscira was called Paradise Island and they were all running around in lingerie. Um, in this thing, it, it's a whole thing. It's it's funny. Anyway, but not to believe that. And like I said, Constantine from that was on the uh, CB, the NBC show and all that kind of stuff. So, so I know they're supposed to be adding more stuff in as time goes by, especially with the new uh, the book stuff. Uh, Young Justice two seasons on there. I know the the new season of Young Justice is going to be on here at some point. Um, um, Titans, which is the new live action show, is going to start next month. You know, they got Batman Beyond. You can go check this out. And they got a bunch of specials and shorts and, and things that you can browse. So, as you can see, this is kind of, yeah, more of that. Um, kind of laid out. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, overall, it's a, it's a pretty decent start. Oh, let me go to the comic book section. So, here's the comic book section before I give, you know, they have a nice smattering stuff. There's a lot of Batman here, obviously, because of Batman Day, but there's also have some weird stuff like a, um, like Stormwatch is in here. Uh, they got some Flash in here, you know, like I said, a bunch of Batman, Detective, and all that kind of good mess. Um, they have, the reason why I said the, the, the smatterings are kind of weird is because, like, especially for their event books, and again, they are going to be adding stuff. Like, they have one issue of 52. 52 was 52 issues. Now, I'm not saying that, they, they, you know, that they had to put all of them in here or not, but it's just kind of weird as to how much of what they, they put in here. Again, it's a growing service. They had to put some stuff in here to start off with. But they got 
a relatively good amount of stuff for you to kind of start off with. So there's some Aquaman. And some, oh, worth noting, Arrowverse shows not in here just yet. And there's no telling when and or if they are going to be. I'm sure at some point they probably will be, but, you know, not at this point right now. But they do have the the, the Arrowverse book or at least a couple of issues of that. So, yeah, so as you can see, there's a couple of issues here, a couple of issues there. There's, like, obviously some stuff that's gotten short runs or, well, they got the full run of Batman Eternals because, of course. But weirdly enough, 52, which is an, also had 52 issues, only had one issue. So, they, I think uh, they have, like, three issues of uh, Final Crisis. So, the event, I think, but what I'm trying to say here is there's a good smattering to start off with of Black Knight Institute Year One. But the event books, I kind of wish they had put in a lot of more than that. Again, they will be adding more as time goes on. Or at least I'm hoping they will be adding. I know they're supposed to be getting some more stuff next next month. So this is not a straight up poo poo. But it was like it was just weird the stuff that they kind of fully put in and not fully put in. Like some of the events they could have thrown in because they were kind of part in it. And so you know, but yeah, here here and there, it's a it's just enough to kind of get your your appetite whetted, I guess. But yeah, they could have. I kind of wish they had put a little uh, more, um, more of the event books in here, and that's kind of, and that's probably selfish of me because I know, and I could have won. They had three issues of Final Crisis, not just one. But uh, they don't, and they, they don't even have Countdown to Fifty Two in in there, which some of us have already have. So I'm not that pressed about it. But it would have been nice to be like, well, hey, you know what? This because some of the, especially the, some of the Arrowverse stuff and some of the, you know. Some of the uh, the DCEU stuff kind of played off some of the events, so it would have been good to have some of the full runs of that stuff. But again, time will tell. That stuff will, I'm surely, will be coming. But one issue of identity crisis, you know, whatever. Um, I believe it's worth noticing. Worth noticing, yeah. I can't remember. The one thing I think they did do in here, because I think I got it saved. Um... They have one punch in here, if you, and if you know what that is, then then that's awesome. Because that was a run of uh, JLI or JLA, I think it's JLI. Um, that uh, and that was in the beginning of the run, so that's that. But anyway, the, here's the comic book stuff. Um, again, I have like some, okay, it looks like they have to add some stuff because there's some of the stuff hasn't wasn't here previously. So looks like it may be more than um, monthly that they're adding stuff in. So I don't know what their time frame is for adding new stuff. Maybe it could be weekly, could be daily, could be we don't know. But they got a lot, they do have a lot of Teen Titans stuff in here also, which is some stuff that I've been kind of wanting to dig back into. Some Flash stuff, Wonder Woman, you know. Um, like they have one issue of the Trinity series, but they have, you know, like I said, it's, it's a smattering of stuff. It's weird. Wildcats, which that's a weird one to see in here. Also, um, they do have a young justice, but not the original young justice is the one that's based off of the cartoon series. So that's that. But, you know, like I said, there is a smattering of things that's in here, comic book and, um, and movie and TV wise. So there's that here is the community page, which they have a bunch of discussion boards, um, you know, but on various topics, you know, you got different tags and, and whatnot. And so that's, I haven't really checked that out because that's been the least, uh, least thing that I've been kind of wondering about with this thing, but it's cool for, for those who want that kind of thing in here. And you can also create a new thread and go to town. 
Um, news section here you can see there's that DC Daily thing, which I guess they've been loading more of them because they only had one in here uh, when this first came out. So they've been starting to add those a little bit, which I guess is, which is the, like um, almost like the DC All Access thing. And I think it's some of the same hosts might be a part of some of the stuff. But um, I hadn't really checked out that many, much of those. But it's there. Got an encyclopedia. So you can check out um, um, various people. It is, I don't think it's not the whole DC universe, I suspect. Well, let me see. Oh, here we go. It's mostly Bat-focused from this like and Teen Titans and stuff like that because I'm sure it doesn't get as obscure as uh, what you would, you know, what you would think the wiki would and whatnot, but it's got probably most of the things that you would, most of the things when people, well, specifically people, looks like you can um, check out. So there's that. And then, of course, there's a shop. If you're on the app, it would be it would take you to an external thing. But since we're here on the website, then yeah, you can buy stuff from here. Because of course, why would you not? Because it's all right here. So here's a um, here's a bunch of things that you can buy, like pens, mugs, uh, you know, cases for your phone. This is bracelets and whatnot. So yeah, there's a little shop in here, and actually, I think it just did. Yeah, you know, it did kind of go out of the thing. So yeah, that is um, DC Universe. At- oh, actually, I should point this out too. So you have a little section called My DC uh, that you that you can cater. You got your section, your settings. You can go mess out. Uh, you can uh, go in here. So with your movies and TV stuff, you can make lists of stuff that you want to come back to later. Um, so as you can see on my page, this is, yeah, it's no secret. I go by Rider Cat pretty much everywhere. And I guess I can change this background or whatnot. And I can put in a little bio, that kind of stuff. And it shows you what you've, you know, what you've already started watching that you've not finished. I've actually did finish this Wonder Woman series, but I don't know why it's saying that. But, um, and the Super Friends Friends, I just stopped because it was like, wow, it was weird. Uh, but so you can, and here's your comics that you've been reading to get a broken down by videos and comics, but you can also make lists, different lists. You can make them private or you can make them public if you want to. And you have a favorite one. And these are two like private ones that I made the stuff for that. Um, cause they don't actually have like a read later and watch later in here. So I just made these two lists and made them private, you know, just for my own benefit, but you can make a list, you know, you know, less name description. You can make a private and not create it and, Throw you could be like your top ten, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, movies or TVs or love. I could put in a so as you can see this outline by the my CC thing. I can put a, a graphic up or a picture up. The funny thing is the one that I normally use, which actually would be funny if I actually still use it, is um, from the competition. Whether they would care about that, I don't know, and I'm pretty sure there's some jokers on this thing that are probably have already done that, but. Eh. We'll see. But overall, like I said, um, DC Universe is, is there's a seven day free trial. You try it out. Like right now, it's still kind of, you know, has a smattering stuff. Stuff we'll be getting in it. I don't know. But if you're if you like a lot of Batman, or if you like Batman, if you like the, um, I mean, a lot of the the draw would probably be the TV and movie stuff. And again, this is probably won't be the first, the, the last time we'll be talking about this. We may bring it up the, again, the stars because the other guys have tried it out also. 
and I'm sure they have things that they may or may not want to talk about it, but they couldn't be here tonight to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a, it is a thing and it's, it's, you know, kind of cool. I'm not, not sure it's seven ninety nine a month. Um, so I don't know that that might be all the much for some people's pockets and I get that to, you know, totally it's $74 74 slash seven, not five dollars a year, something like that. Um, so, you know, you can pay for a month, you can pay for a year and again, seven day free trial. I'm sure maybe going forward, they might up it to 14 or do something like that to kind of get people in here. We don't know. But, you know, value-wise, it's interesting so far. Excuse me about that. I was asked by Matt Wang whether they had uh, rushed the launch. <clears throat> and I'm, I've am i actually been kind of going back and forth on that because I can see where that could be said, like I told him. But I don't think they did because they've been working on this for a long time, for a while. And this is not the first DC-related app that they have. Like, they have the DC All Access Lab app, which is kind of a different thing, but nevertheless, they could have used some of that for this. Um, but there are some, especially on the app side, which I guess, let me see if I can pull this up right here right now. Um, on the app side, that's kind of weird because there's Chromecast support. So, again, um, there's the website. Actually, let me, while I get this straight, there's a website, which is right here, and then there's also um, iOS and Android apps. I've tried both of them because I have uh, a device for each, and I've also tried out the Chromecast support. The Chromecast support needs a little bit of work uh, because, yeah, you can, you, can, you can cast it to your TV using Chromecast. You can start stuff. You can stop stuff. Supposedly, you can do a... You can with Chromecast stuff. You get thirty do a thirty second rewind or skip or excuse me thirty second rewind or fast forward. That part hasn't been working for me. Um, but again, that stuff. I, that's this is not the first app that I've seen do that, and this is definitely not the first app that does that that has had that issue. So I can't necessarily put it on just that, but. It is an issue. They have patched. Uh, I think I know there has been a patch for the Android version um, that made it a little bit better, but still, it still has um, some issues with that. The iOS version, last time I checked, still had kind of had the issue where you know, it's, if you hit the thirty second rewind or skip, or if you do the thirty second skip or fast forward, it still kind of hangs and doesn't do it. It just kind of keeps going. So that is a thing. Uh oh, shoot. I didn't mean to do that. Boy, it's going to be like, what the hell? Stop. Because, yeah, I was probably going to screw with her. Um, so I hope that doesn't. But, um, pardon me for a second while I get this straight. Dun, 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 dun. There's that. All right. So I don't know if this is even going to let me do this because I'd be shocked if it did. So here you go. Here is the, the iOS version. Like I said, it's pretty much the same layout. You can see down at the bottom you have your your, your different sections. Um, news, encyclopedia, shop. If I hit the shop, it's going to take me out of the app. So I'm not going to do that. Um, 
But yeah, movies and TV. Okay, see, which is weird because see, if you notice here, um, I watched the the episode of of the first episode of Wonder Woman, and uh, I watched it on this app, so it did not update on the site, which is weird because um, it sh- should look something like this. But it didn't. Of course, you can see, I, you know, Young Justice, I watched a little bit of the first episode of that. Because, you know, we wanted to test out some things. Um, again, up at the top, there's Chromecast before. If I hit that, I could cast it out to my TV. That kind of could, could mess. Um, so, for the most part, you know, it kind of works. Here is um, the books, actually, on the on an app. I could have done this on the website, but I didn't. So, so here's... Um, it's not guided view. It's this, that should be pointed out right now. They do something kind of similar, um, and it works. It works fine, cause, but it doesn't like guided view. Just does like one. It's comicsology slash uh, Amazon thing. It just does like one panel at a time, um, and you can zoom in and out, like you know, that kind of stuff. But this one kind of does a two panel thing. I don't know if this is like the open source version of like a um, guided view or not, but I'm not sure. But it works. So like I'm just you know. Swipe into the left, and it's going panel by panel. So it's just not doing it with the granularity that um, got a view. Uh oh, there we go. I don't know what just happened there, but so yeah. Uh-oh. There we go. Get done with that. So it cool. It's it's cool. It works. Um, again, this is the iOS version. Um. I can show the because uh, I'm probably taking a little bit more long, more time than actually I need to with this. Um, but I can see here and bring up the version on Android real quick and show you. It's not that much different. I can I can promise you that. And uh, let's see. So, uh, Oops, do this. All right, cool. And so we're going to put that back there. So you can see, like I said, pretty much the same layout. Um, different buttons down at the bottom, but it's relatively the same layout. And of course, you got your three things here down on the side where you can, um, <clears throat> where you can uh, go to each section you need to. And again, pick up where you left off. on uh, your comics or whatnot. So, like I said, it's relatively the same between both versions. I think, uh, like I said, I, I have seen, um, I have seen an update to the this version, the, the Android version. So, I think this one might be coming for iOS. I don't know, but you know, they're, they're taking different times on that one. Overall, that it's functional. It's cool. You got a, a lot of stuff in there to kind of, to kind of mess with and during the time. So if you want to check it out, like I said, there's a free seven day trial. And let me see, cause I think I saw something off of Twitter from, from uh, Matt Wang just now. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. So sorry about that, Matt. Uh, he says, what a treat watching now comics. So thanks for watching, Matt. Uh, you're always a awesome dude, you know, friend of the show. 
got to have you back on real soon. Uh, he also said earlier that I'm excited about Die 2. Kieran Gillen is a huge RPG fan and gamer, which that part I did actually know about it because I've seen because I follow him and I've seen a lot of his tweets. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, I am going to now end the show having gone way long enough because I think I've actually hit almost hit two hours here. So with that, I am going to do another addery before I go. Um, and that one will be for Funko, Fun at First Sight. Your home for exclusive collectibles, apparel, and brand merchandise. And now, the listeners of Combo Chronicles can enjoy 10% off your entire purchase when shopping at Funko. To place your first order with 10% off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website, cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click, click, uh, click on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Funko link and place your order. When you get to the checkout, put in the offer code SHOP10, that's S-H-O-P-10, one zero by the way, uh, for your 10% off discount. Funko through CSPN.us, do it today. And that, folks, ends uh, this episode. I guess you could call it a bonus episode, but actually it's, it's, a, it's a point five. What can I say? Sometimes that happens. We hadn't had a point five in a while, so I'm happy to bring it. Um, again, I would say we'll be back next week, but actually we'll be this third coming Thursday, 9 p.m. Uh, theclicknation.com slash uh, live or the, the, the Click Nation YouTube channel, 9 p.m. Eastern ish. We start getting ready to record. <laughs> so, with that, um, my name is Rodicat. You can find me at Rodicat on the Twitter. You can find me at News Nurse Need on Twitter. You can also find my News Nurse Need Reddit out there. Uh, I keep saying Spike's uh, website forthcoming. I'm still hoping that's the case. Uh, you know, I got to get up off my Botox uh, and get that to happening. But you can find my other cohorts, underscore um, 70 on Twitter and Instagram, PCN, PCN underscore dirt on Twitter, PC, uh, Pop Culture Net on Twitter, popculturenetwork.com, and I need comics.com for his stuff. You can also find uh, Tim Dog Eight, Tim D O G G Nine Eight on Twitter, uh, The Click Nation on Twitter. That's D K L I Q N A T I O N uh, at CB Cron on Twitter. Also, TheClickNation.com. Also, CBR uh, comic book. Oh shoot! I just remember something. Oh shoot! I screwed up, folks. I apologize. I apologize because there's actually two more pieces of news that I totally forgot to uh, talk about. That were on the other side. Cause, and I remember that because it's from Tim. Um, so actually, let me do this real quick. I apologize for that. This is totally screwy. And I'm not doing any editing on this. So, um, The original X-Force reunites for ongoing series. So yes, folks. That is the team of Cannonball, Boom Boom, Domino, uh, Warbird. No Cable? Young Cable? No Cable? So anyway, yeah. So because of the fact that Cable died, speaking of, because I meant to, um, I know I forgot something. Doggone it. So, uh, but, you know, hey, it's things and things. Um, the crew is getting back together to, to investigate the murder of uh, their leader, Cable. I'm sure they're going to run across and hunt down Kid Cable to see what's, what's going on with that. So, I don't know. I'm slightly excited about this, but you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ed Brisson's writing this, so we know how he gets down. Uh, definitely going to be some action. Artist Dylan Burnett 
Burnett, excuse me, from Cosmic Growth Rider, um, is going to be doing the art on that one. And X Force number one is going to be it's going to come out in December. It's running out of, of course, extermination. So, and I want to say, wait, isn't wait? I see a Deathlock Shadowstar. Wait, Deathlock? When was Deathlock on X Force? I don't remember that. And a Shadowstar looks like Young Cable. Um, I could have sworn Young Jean Grey went with them, but maybe that's not. And I thought she was supposed to be joining, uh, joining X Force also, because I know she was supposed to be going with them during the courses of, or she wanted to go with them during the course of um, uh, extermination. But that's that. And one last piece of news: uh, Marvel announces new Miles Miles Morales Miles Morales Spider Man creative team. Um, hold on a second. I'm still recording. No, no, I know that, but uh, apparently I don't know what you did to, to be saying DC. I'll, I'll be out there in a second. Alright, sorry about that. Um, people don't understand what recording means, apparently. Um, Marvel announces new Miles Morales Spider-Man creative team. So, and this is exciting because it's uh, Saladin Ahmed and artist uh, Javier uh, Guerin. So, this will mark the first Miles Morales solo comic book not written by uh, Prime Michael Bendis, who helped co-create the former Ultimate Spider-Man with uh, artist Sarah Pacerly. So, yes, Miles is getting his own book again, and I'm kind of happy for that. We'll definitely be checking it out, and I've been locking um, Saladin Ahmed stuff with um, Exiles and um, uh, Black Bolt. So, that is cool. So, now... I will officially end the show by saying thank you all again for coming out. Appreciate it. Again, Thursday, 9 p.m. ish is when we start, uh, when we start uh, getting ready to record. Please come out and check us out then. Um, I don't know whether we will have a full crew, but here's hoping as always. Uh, but even if not, we will definitely be here doing a thing like we, like we tend to do about this time. Um, oh, CSPN.us. You can go check check out the uh, the show there on the on the coastal of the podcast network. Um, iTunes, Google Play. Go check us out there. You can subscribe to it. The SoundCloud for coastal of the podcast network. It's there. I'm sure there's other podcast places. I don't think we're on Spotify yet, but uh, I don't know. I have not checked. Um, but again, like I said, this is a point five regular show. Will be definitely this Thursday. And, <clears throat> oh, I would also say that you should definitely check out our last show, which was uh, episode 280, 281, excuse me, with writer Brian Edward Hill. It was awesome. Uh, hopefully we'll have him back on the show again, which is why this is just news and, you know, the way it is. So with that, like I said, in closing, um, thank you for coming out. This is the Click Nation's Combo Chronicles, and we're out.